Welcome to another installment of The Chronicles of Gadget and Cadphile, a series of stories told to me by Brother Cadphile, a gnomish monk who has retired to the Tian Monastery, about his amazing adventures with Gadget, a gnomish engineer who has a knack for getting involved in some real mysteries around Azeroth. This week, Brother Cadphile begins the story of a new adventure that they shared in Duskwood. Hello, Brother Cadphile? Are, are you home? Well, well, hello, Tashmafuni. How very nice to see you again. It's, it's nice to see you, too. I understand you've been away assisting with the war effort as a healer. Yes, yes. It's all such a tragedy. But let's not talk about that today. Would you like some tea and cakes? As you can see, I've laid in a triple batch today. Thank you. Yes, that looks lovely, and that would be very nice. Last time we visited, you shared with us how Gadget ended up solving a murder mystery in Westfall. Would you mind sharing another one of your adventures? Oh, well, certainly. I don't suppose Gadget would mind terribly, wherever she may be. Let me just refer to one of my journals. Let's see, right over here. Let's see. Ah, yes, my memory isn't quite what it used to be, you know. Ah, yes. Here's one. Your listeners might find this tale diverting. The story of Morgan Lattimore. It all began with a message. Gadget and I were passing a quiet morning in our rooms in Ironforge. Gadget was tinkering with a piece of troublesome goblin machinery, and I was perusing a codex of healing spells in front of a cozy fire, when there was a sharp rap at the door. Get that, would you please, dear Cadphile? I am at a critical juncture here. I sighed and set aside the codex and opened the door to find no one. I shrugged and closed the door, assuming that it was one of the (laughs) local scamps having a jape at our expense. But no sooner had the door closed than the rap repeated with greater urgency. I quickly opened the door, hoping to catch the miscreant, but once again, no one was there. As I started to close the door again, I felt a tug at the hem of my robe. I looked down to see an enormous raven with a scroll tucked into its wing, urgently tugging at my robe and eyeing me with what looked for all the world like exasperation. Surprised, but not alarmed, since I had witnessed many odd events in my time with Gadget, I took the note and paid the raven with one of the biscuits I had been enjoying. The raven took off with a loud caw as I shut the door and tapped Gadget on the shoulder with it. Looks like something for you, I said. Gadget pushed her goggles up upon her head, brushed a lock of her lustrous pink hair away from her large green eyes and looked annoyed at the interruption. She took the scroll, broke the wax seal and read the content. Then she looked at me with her mischievous grin and said, Care for a trip to Duskwood? And in just a short time, I was mounted upon my trusty goat, trotting alongside another one of Gadget's remarkable modes of mechanical transport. Seems as though Commander Althea Ebenlock and her Nightwatch in Darkshore have a bit more than they can handle with the undead, dear Cadphile, she shouted over the clanking sounds of her transport. How can you help, Gadget? I shouted back. Seems like more of a job for a monk or a priest, not an engineer. 
She smiled her brilliant smile at me and shouted, Why do you think I asked you to come along? And she increased her speed, laughing and leaving me to do my best to catch up. A day's travel south took us through the northern part of Westfall, then eastward through a lovely covered bridge into the gloom of Duskwood as evening approached. A little further along east and we saw the welcoming glow of a fire and what appeared to be a small encampment. I politely suggested that we might take a brief respite from our travels and Gadget nodded her agreement, pulling off the road and into Raven Hill. There we met a small group of Gilneans who had taken up residence in what had once been a small village. They welcomed us to their fireside and graciously offered what meager hospitality they could spare. As we sat around the fire, Sister Elsington told her that she and the rest of her small band were there for varying reasons. She was there to try and find an artifact of great power somewhere in the cemetery, and her companion, Oliver Harris, was searching for a cure for the madness that was peculiar to his people. This drew Gadget's curiosity, and we wandered over to talk to Oliver Harris and his assistant, a nervous fellow who went by the rather apt name of Jitters. Jitters was standing apart from Master Harris outside a small vardo that was occupied by Ella, who was selling various potions and powders. Jitters plaintively told us of his labors to obtain ingredients for Master Harris's work and was particularly nervous about the most recent request for spider venom sacks. It's just too terrifying. If you'll go do it for me, I'll gladly pay you, he said. What say you, Cadfile? Shall we assist this good fellow? Gadget said. I hesitantly agreed, and Gadget magnanimously, but in my opinion rather foolishly, refused his payment. And so that is how we passed the early hours of that moonless evening, creeping through the trees with a lowering moonless sky above us. Gadget easily dispatched each large spider we came upon with her boomstick, and I relieved the carcasses of their venom sacks. Look over there, Cadfile, Gadget whispered, and gestured with her boomstick as we crept along the edge of Raven Hill Cemetery. That looks unusual. I peered through the darkness and spied the grave that she indicated. Well, that's hardly unusual, Gadget. This is a graveyard, after all. Gadget sighed and said, Once again you see, but do not observe, dear fellow. Note the condition of the soil. I looked again and said, I say, it's recently disturbed. Exactly, Gadget said. This is an old cemetery. Why would there be a fresh grave? As she crept towards the grave, I hoarsely called after her, Gadget, is this absolutely necessary? But as usual, she ignored my warnings and lit the gravestone with one of her clever little devices. The light revealed that indeed the grave had been disturbed and a significant amount of soil had been displaced. She raised the light to the gravestone, which read, Morgan Lattimore. I like this not, Cadfile, Gadget said. It smells of something foul. And it was with that image in our minds that we returned to Raven Hill. Well, my goodness, young Pandaren, our time has disappeared as quickly as the tea and cakes. And 
I have patients to which I must attend. Would you mind if we continued the story on your next visit? Yes, I, I would, and <laughs> sorry about the tea and cakes, but thank you so much. I know I'll look forward to our next visit, as will our listeners. Thanks for listening to another installment of The Chronicles of Gadget and Cadfile, sponsored by Krog's Fine Female Leathers, purveyors of custom-fitted leather armor for the well-equipped female adventurer. Krog's Leathers, fit, form, function, and fashion. The Chronicles of Gadget and Cadfile is a work of fan fiction based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used herein are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Chronicles of Gadget and Cadfile. If you'd like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at HalfHillReport or drop us an email at HalfHillReport at Yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at DragonPoweredStudio.com.